we're living in a different time. Isn't that what the old folks say? Well, I beg to differ. Because there really is nothing new under the sun. We used to think that this generation was stronger than that of my parents. But after learning where and whom we come from, I realized that this was a false narrative. They fought, bled, and died for the liberties that we take advantage of today. So I changed my mind. We are our grandparents. We are our parents. This is where the idea for uppity Negro apparel and accessories comes from. We are the uppity Negroes that defy boundaries, broke chains, climb mountains, and cross valleys of hatred, bigotry, illiteracy, and oppression. The statement is simple. The cause is never ending. The sound, loud. Say it with me, Kendrick. I am that uppity Negro. Okay, I think I found myself. So, um, as always, when I leave and don't come on for a while and I come back, I'm very nervous and hot and jittery. And so I got all these books and I got so much stuff I want to talk about. But um, so let me call my little spirit.
and we're going to get into um, what I want to talk about. I want to talk about. Um, good evening, um, Lala. How you doing? Thank you. Thank you. Um, I want to talk about mental illness and its effect on the friendships that we have with people. Because I think that um, uh, when people think that you're strong or that you're okay, I think people forget that you're going to have um, breakdowns, you're gonna have issues with, um, with what you got going on. Um, so I'm trying to get used to this um, little setup I got here. Um, I am now in uh, my own, my new, I am excited and I'm happy and um, I'm getting furniture and it's just nuts how, um, how things are, are working out. And so I'm trying to figure out where my camera is, but I have no idea. So everybody bear with me because this first show is going to be a doozy because I had, I've decided that, um, I am going to um, try to be um, more consistent. So I'm a little off, y'all. There we go. Okay, I'm a little more, but it's dark in here because I don't have my halo light, but I'm going to work on it. So anyway, let's, I really want I really, really want to get into talking about um, friendships and, um, and mental illness and the fact that just because you know how to pray, just because you go to church, just because you have a relationship with God, it does not negate the fact that you're human and that you're going to make mistakes and that you're, um, unless you, it's a miracle and he heals you from it. But I think that a lot of times that people have, one of the thorns that people have is mental illness, is that they have something that is chemically imbalanced in their brain, but it's not always a chemical imbalance because sometimes it's trauma. Sometimes it is um, deep-seated trauma, and we don't we, we don't know how to we don't know how to deal with it. Um, and sometimes the worst thing that you can do is sweep it under the rug and say, "Girl, I'm okay. That didn't bother me. I'm all right." And when you do that, and then you have this episode and you explode, um, then people then then the people who you've been dealing with all that time thought you were all right and you were going to be great and you were strong. They, they, listen, I'm very bad at talking in code, so let me just get to it. So a couple of weeks ago, I went on live, um, very, very depressed, very, very suicidal. And I said, um, I gave what I was feeling at that time. That is how I was feeling at that time. Um, but people that I know took it as a personal attack on them. And the message that I was trying to get across backfired um, because that they didn't hear the message. They heard the anger and the, um, the hurt in my voice and they took it as a personal attack on them and all that they had been doing to help me. They thought that I was being ungrateful. Um, and that's not, that, that's not how I meant for it to happen. And so when I, when I thought about how I was going to bring this up, 
I decided that I was not going to start with an apology because if I apologize for what I said, then everything that I was feeling at that time will be stripped away from me. Do you understand what I'm saying? That means that everything I was feeling wasn't, was, um, wasn't right. It, everything that I was feeling was, um, didn't matter. Um, but at that time, that's how I felt. I did not mean that nobody was helping me. I did not mean that I was really alone. I felt that way at that time. And I, I understand now at, with hindsight why people took it the way that they did because a lot of people didn't know the real, I hadn't, I hadn't been doing shows, I hadn't been doing lives. So a lot of things people didn't know. A lot of people didn't know, a lot of people didn't know that I wasn't, I didn't really have anywhere to go. And a lot of people thought I was living in hotels or whatever. I didn't, I, I, I ran out of money. And so a lot of nights I was in my car or I was on the floor of a hair shop. Um, when it was real, real cold, I slept on the floor in the place where I get my hair fixed. Um, and um, I slept in my car and a lot of days I didn't eat and I, I was working and all of a sudden I wasn't working and I haven't worked, I haven't worked since the end of October. My boss just stopped calling me and he didn't pay me my last check until today. Um, I had this apartment, but I had to wait because I didn't have the down, I didn't have the down payment for it. And I thought she was going to give it away. And at the very last second, I literally at the very last second, someone paid my deposit. And so a lot of people didn't know what I was going through. And the people that I usually go to were going through their own thing. I, my brother was buried today. And uh, the fact that I wasn't participatory in that process, I'm devastated. Um, but there's nothing I can do about, do about that. Um, I honor and loved him. And I know who I was to him, and I and and that's all I can that's all I can do. I um I don't I I don't I don't regret what happened. I maybe the 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 um the the way that I chose to express myself was maybe not the right way, but um. It was what I had at the time because I didn't feel like I had anybody to really listen. And so we're going to move on past that. And I, want, I really want to talk about mental illness as, because it's not an excuse. Mental illness is not an excuse. Mental illness is real. And I, have, I was diagnosed years and years and years and years ago with bipolar um, disorder, very high on the spectrum. Um, the only thing I have very depression is, and, and suicidal um, tendencies, but I also have manic. So I'm manic depressive and being manic is um, my, one of my manics is not managing my money well and not managing friendships and relationships very well. I do not do those well during my manic episodes. My, um, I won't say who it is. I won't do that. Um, the person I know, um, his manic was, he would get rid of everything in his house, pop everything and then just redo it. Um, and it became this thing and people got so used to it that they didn't realize that that's a manic. And the other thing that people don't realize with mental illness is this, is that with mental illness, um, it, a lot of times it comes along with PTSD, especially when your mental illness is, is attached to a trauma. 
And so we, we, we look at people and we see them and they're okay and all this other stuff is great. And we forget that, that um, the trauma that people have gone through and the things that they go through and some of the things that they say um, are not just jokes, it's real. So let me put my glasses on so I can see. And um, because I see some stuff popping up, I, I really want to get to my notes, but I, I may not be able to get to them. Um, hey, Simone. Hey, Simone. Mental illness is not an excuse. It's a part of, yes, that exactly. It's a part of, it's the mental, mental, um, that is definitely the worst you can, yeah. Um, mental illness is, uh, is, is, is not a joke and it's, it's, a, it's a journey that people take. It's not. Um, thank you, Simone. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to go back through the notes, y'all. If y'all could, um, let me see. I can get. Um, so I think somebody wants to come on, and that's fine. Um, LSD, did you want to come on? You can shake your head, yes or no, honey, because I can see you. Do you want to come on? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm so glad you want to come on because I would love some. I would love some company right now. Um, so um, let me try to. I'm trying to add you. I want. Oh, there it is. Um, uh, why can't I see you? Why isn't it doing that thing that it does? Where, um, oh, hold on a minute, because I'm on a tablet, not my computer. Okay, there you go. Hey. Hey. Um, so, so, um, and just just stop me when I start rambling and going on. There's some other there's some things I want to get to, but we this this strong black woman thing and this black men are strong and they don't cry thing that um, that we have um, ingrained into our children and into our lives from the house of Massa. We got to stop. We 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 have to stop. Because what it does is it makes people that have mental issues, it makes people that um, that um, that crack under pressure, like I did a few weeks ago. It 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 makes you feel like you're not valid, like you're not real. It makes you feel invisible, and I cannot think of another word that that the word invisible to me is one of the worst words in the world because to be a solid mass of somebody and to feel mm -hmm. like people don't or people don't um, think about you I'm not problem. and people don't think about you when you're not in their presence it's real to me yeah and it's real use it is real to me I feel like if I'm not in the presence of certain people or more listen most people I feel like that don't that I'm not real like I'm not my, that I'm not really of substance, that I'm in this little world of my own and nobody don't see me until I call them or they or they mm. bump into me. And that's why I'm so easily to talk to strangers because okay. it makes me feel like somebody saw me. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, LA, you can say whatever. Go ahead, say what you got to well, say. Well, it's, it's extremely interesting that you chose this topic because my show was about emotional and social intelligence. Mm -hmm. Emotional intelligence being our ability to sit in, acknowledge, and be aware of our own feelings. And the social intelligence mm -hmm. being, well, now that we know how we feel, how do we integrate that into society? And mm -hmm. when you say you feel invisible, 
That is a real feeling. And, and going back to what you said about your life, I will never say a person is wrong about their feelings. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. probably the worst thing uh, you can say because feelings and emotions are intuitive. They come in your mind because they belong to you. They're based mm-hmm. upon experiences, circumstances, physiological things that are going on in Bobby that nobody else may be privy to. So for someone to say your feelings are wrong or how you expressed it per se is wrong, I don't I don't buy into that. However, you just shared something about yourself that I, as someone that considers uh, myself, your sister, your friend, your niece, did not know. So a part of emotional intelligence is what we're doing right now. It's having conversations. So yeah, what she said made me feel a type of way and my own trauma stepped Mm -hmm. up and got offended. However, when you just talked about your diagnosis, having manic depression, then it was like, well, dang, that's the reason why she came at it like that because she was having an episode. And I talked about this today. We we cut off friendships too much for misunderstanding each other's emotions. I mean, I'm talking straight up good, purposeful, mutually beneficial friendships and relationships have been severed because of a lack of understanding of one another. Excuse me, excuse me. This can I break in for a minute? I'm sorry, yeah. but I want to say this before I forget it, and that is what I'm talking about. Because what I do is, I am. I've had a breakthrough with you. Remember when I told you why I can't be friends with certain women for a very long time? Yes. Um, I'm not ready to say that yet, but I told you because that was a breakthrough for me. And the thing about that is too is that I will sabotage my friendships and relationships with people. So that they won't hurt me. If I sabotage wow. it, that I first, and that means you didn't do it to me. I fixed it so that you would you be so that you wouldn't eventually have to deal with me. Um, right. And so when I had that that manic episode that day, in my mind, I was releasing everybody from being obligated to me. And no, and and but mm. what happened? Once I said, I'm going to take everybody's number out my phone and I'm not going to do whatever and I feel alone and anybody help, that's what everybody heard. But what they didn't okay. hear is when I kept saying, I'm not suicidal. That was me trying to convince myself because what people didn't know was all my mm. feelings were right there. And I felt like one, wow. if I say whatever I want be here tomorrow so I don't have to fix it. I don't have to deal with the consequences of what's coming out of my mouth. And the only reason I didn't go is because I thought to myself, who gonna tell Anton? And then I thought to myself, who gonna tell my godson? What are they gonna tell? What are they gonna tell Chance? And that's the only wow. reason. And the thing is, I do it because of me. I did not do it because of the of the two people that that I know love me so much that they that okay. that that they wouldn't understand. Because they think that their love keeps me here, and it does. Because, mm. I, but not enough not to do it. And I'm not gonna sit here and lie mm. and say it. I love myself, yeah, but not enough not to take me out. 
but I love them more. And I know something is wrong with that. Don't I don't you don't have to tell me that that's wrong. I'm just and this is the thing about me when I talk. When I talk, I try. I say things that most people won't say. I say things that people think and won't say it. And I think when I okay. do, I and because I talk that way, it 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 takes people aback because they don't okay. under, because they think some things you you know your right hand should know what your left hand doing. But if my right hand don't know what my left hand doing, when I have something good in my life, how do I do this? Right. How do I how do I how do I congratulate the other one don't even know what the other one doing? Right. You right. I think that I take people, you know, I I um I surprise people because I don't I don't really hold on to most of the thoughts that come in my head. Because like I said, once I wrote this book and I started talking about the people and all of that. I will never, I will never again have secrets in my life, ever. Because that's why, okay. I, that's why I am the way that I am. That's what that that's what brings about my PTSD. My my post traumatic mm -hmm. um, syndrome is that I held those things in for 18, 20 years, yeah. and and yeah. and uh, and I wish I had spoken sooner i wish i had done something sooner or whatever and now i don't have no secrets and the problem with not having any secrets and being very honest is that sometimes and i'm not talking i'm not talking about anybody specifically but when you have when you don't have secrets and other people do it 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 makes them feel like you think you're better than them mm. because they hold and won't let go so and you and they think well she thinks she's better than me because she can say it ain't but it ain't that it keeps me sane. It keeps me yeah. from laying in that bed day on, day on, day on, and just thinking about stuff that's ping-ponging through my mind. Right. And so a lot of things that I do are therapy to me. Yeah. And that I had that episode. That wasn't therapy. That was a that was a goodbye letter. Mm. That was because I was out of here. I, I was done. Like I said, people knew some of the stuff that was going on, but they mm -hmm. didn't know that everything impacted me. Okay. And and it and 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 it wasn't because I didn't want to say anything. It was mm -hmm. because I was tired of saying it. Okay. I was tired of listening to myself talk about what I was going through. Wow. And I was tired of it. That everybody else had to be tired of. Hmm. And so that's another thing that me and you talk about all the time too. Projection. The yeah. Projection we feel onto other people. And it mm -hmm. ain't got, and they're not even close to thinking that. Right. But it's right. so real to you that you're thinking to yourself, that's gotta be real. That's gotta be my woman's intuition. That's gotta mm -hmm. be my uh that's gonna be the anointing. No, it ain't, honey. That's the mm -hmm. enemy. Come on. Because if you're tired of you, they gonna say, I'm tired of you. They're not going to I would hope they would say it. <laughs> they will though. They they will though because um because God, and then God don't work like that. God is not gonna tell you um things that he knows gonna make you get into a state of mind where he, God don't test up like that. People talk about testing that God don't play games like that with your mind when he already right. knows that stepped over toward the edge. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. start thinking to mind like that that cannot be God. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking everybody 
was avoiding me. I knew this wasn't true, but I could not shake it because mm. I spent so time, so much time alone with my own counsel. Remember what I said a few months ago? The worst thing you could do is be in your own counsel when you're going through. Yeah. And then I wasn't yeah. working. People. And then I had, uh, I, I wasn't where I had to see people all the time. And my head, my head was having, honey, the devil was having a good time. And I'm not going to lie. And I was praying and I was doing the prayer of Jabez. And I was, I was doing all of that. I was doing that. I was doing the, the new, the new uh, armor and all. It didn't matter because what I wasn't doing was letting it, uh, I wasn't manifesting that thing in my life. I was learning it. I wasn't. Um, showing myself a move. You feel me? Like I wasn't deep down stu studying it. And I wasn't letting it get in my heart where I could remember it and, and recite it to myself. Okay. Because the only it thing was, it wasn't penetrating it, down into your spirit. Right. And so okay. the one of the things, the one of the things I want to talk about, I think it's on this thing, but it might not be. But that's one of the things I was talking about is failure. Failure is, and this is something that um Jamal Bryant said, failure is not you. It is not a person. It is not a, 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 a tangible thing. Failure is an event in your life. So I've had some events in my life where I failed, Me but too. I am not a failure. Good. That's I am good. Say, it, say it again. Say it again until you feel it from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. You are not. And that's yeah. the thing. I am failure. I I have failed at some things, uh -huh. but the is not me as a person. And wow. and that's the. It's very hard for me because I know me so well to tell myself good things. Isn't that crazy? It took me. I my hair today. I finally decided to do the red you and do cute. the red. Thank you. But it the thing is, I keep looking at myself and I have to keep telling myself that I'm cute, that it's that it looks good, that it's okay, that is you feel me like it's hard for me to give to encourage myself, but I can see a strange woman on the street and God will say, That's her. That's why you came in here. Do go do what you do. And I can have her laughing and smiling and saying I made her day, and then I can walk away from her and go to my car. And I could just burst into tears because I want somebody to do that for me. Wow. And it, but it happens so rarely. And I just, and I think that not, it happens rarely, not because people don't want to do it, but because I don't open myself up to people enough for them to see that mm -hmm. that's what I need. Because I walk around with my head up. I walk around with my clothes right. I walk around with and so, yeah, yeah. And that's the perception that we tend to give. We like right. to look good. We want to we want to appear put together. We want to appear like we got it together. But I said mm -hmm. that I'm telling you everything you're saying right now. I said it. Oh, my God. We're sitting next to people at work on the bus at the job that are literally one word possibly away from snapping. Yeah. Leaving here, losing yeah. it because we've we've mastered the masquerade. But the first step is what you're doing tonight, and this is just my opinion. I ain't nobody. 
A part of being emotionally intelligent is saying and sitting in how you feel. And I mm -hmm. believe the more you let your story come out and let your true feelings come out of your mouth to be heard audibly by your own voice, oh, yeah. it's going to start to heal you. Yeah. And the fact yeah. that you are here to say, I thought about this, but didn't praise me unto God that yeah. something kept you here. And even though I want to fuss, I'm not, <laughs> I, I want to fuss real bad. But, but at the end of the day, my emotional intelligence says not now. Just yeah. be grateful you are looking at her alive because I would not have been able to handle looking down and I just put these eyelashes on. I ain't gonna cry. These no, brand no, new eyelashes. Yeah, We're doing that tonight. But what I'm saying is I ain't yeah. fussing or nothing. I'm 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 sitting in your truth with you. With my if I could cross my legs, I would and sit on the floor like we used to do in school. I would sit yeah. right there in that truth yeah. with you. Yeah. <laughs> you so, know what I'm saying? I want I want to read a little I want to read from my chapter from chapter three out of my book. Um, so don't let me forget to talk about the two giveaways that I'm doing um, for giveaways. this month. Remind yeah, me to remind you. Remind me to remind you. This is my <laughs> exactly why our friendship on in the cliff because you don't know how to act. So chapter chapter three of my book. This is on, where's the camp? My book called Mom. Buy that book, oh, y'all. By the way, those two beautiful people back there are my mom and dad. Up on my mantle apartment. Hey. Okay. So oh, thank you, Jesus. Backing up, honey. So here we go. Um, there is a there is there is a famous saying: failure is not an option. This mm. might be so, but it never stopped me from thinking of myself as one. Mm. Loving yourself is not always easy. I did not love myself for the first half of my life because I did not realize how important it was. I did not know that loving me first was not selfish, but self-preservation. And in that self-preservation, I could then be free to love others. I had grown up that I would always love people more than they loved me. And it was okay. It was okay because that was all I deserved. Understand, if you are struggling with your emotions and feelings about yourself before you are in a relationship, trust me, it is only going to get worse. Being broken and trying to navigate a relationship, no matter what kind of relationship it is, is hard and, it's, and it is going to be unsuccessful and painful. The struggles you face and take into a relationship can ruin it before it even gets started. These struggles multiplied by two or three or four can make you feel like you are not good enough. They can make you have low self-esteem, low confidence, and worst of all, they can make you unavailable to your needs. Woo! That's real. We That's the real deal. Relationships. But to have a healthy relationship, and we must be all right with ourselves. And Ooh. one of the first things you must realize is this. The struggle of the one you love has nothing to do with you. So don't take it personally. They were anxious, angry, depressed, frustrated, and broken before you came into the picture. So again, don't personally. Jesus. 
Jesus. I think that's from a whole bunch of. And that's and and that is that is what I learned about relationships and um, being broken and trying to be trying to be in a relationship and you're broken and the other person is broken and you trying to fix them. And once they get themselves together, people say, well, he left me. No, 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 no. You helped them get together, but you didn't change anything about you because every time they tried to reciprocate and help you change, you fit you. you Listen, we figure out ways to get the subject off of us and put it back on somebody else. That's so true. Because, because we can we have learned how to manipulate the conversation away from our trauma. We have learned how to manipulate uh, the conversation away from what's going on with us. Yeah. Because we take we take to them. And then you wonder why your friends and your husband or your people and they or your boyfriend they leave you. Because now you got them. They got it now. They and they're looking at you like, well, she didn't change nothing. She's still the same way. Exactly. It's the blame game. And you, they didn't change anything about you. Didn't change nothing about yourself, but you done made them into the woman or man that they were supposed to be. You now you didn't make them, but you helped them. You pushed them into they to where they supposed to be. And you know what you did? You pushed them so into where they want to be that you are on the back of the bus and they at the front about to get off. Because wow. when people say you line for a miracle, when you are in a line, a line denotes moving. Mm-hmm. You're you're not, you're not always going to be at the back. You're not always going to be in the middle. You're not you're going to have to get to the front of it to get to a, de- a destination at some point. People don't stand in line for nothing. Right. People stand in line for free cheese, a corn dog. They stand in line for something. So if you're standing right. in line, as if you're going to get to where you got to get to. And so we have to understand that in order for us to be okay in a relationship, any relationship you're talking about, in order for us to be okay, you have to be okay within yourself. Yes. The relationship is the most important relationship that you're going to have. Yes. And when I say I mean yourself, your human self. I'm not talking about your spirit because God got that. Let me me tell me if I'm lying. Show me what a lie is. Let me tell you how I know God got it. Because he will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. Come on, that's the book. And so if he does that, he got that part. What do you worry about your soul? He got that. What you better worry about is your your human condition and the fact that you're living a life that is so um, splendid and so um, unindated with God that people want to see your light. Even if you try to hide it under a bushel, it's a peak out. Yeah. And that's what it is. Exactly, Simone. We pushing forward, but instead of pushing and going with them, we pushing them at all length and they keep they're going and we're we're taking steps back. Yeah. That's right. So I wanted mental health and this idea again. Uh, strong black that we got and and how uh, people make us feel like we are uh, uh, inhumanly strong and we are uh, superheroes in our strength is a a detriment. It's It's not a good thing. 
I but use, I, you, what role did we play in that though? What role, what did we show them that made them think we were invincible? What did we do? We, we, we played the part. We perpetuated that um, thing and made people, and so we, we, and that's the thing, we play a very integral role in our own demise. Yes. In, in the lie, in the lie of the cape and the suit and the S on the chest. And I have determined in my life that I will no longer be a superhero for myself. I don't care about what y'all doing. <laughs> I, will, I will be my own superhero because being my superhero had me have an episode publicly on Facebook Live because I laughed and smiled and all of that. And and um, and I was terrified. I was terrified because my brother go through something that I fear. I was terrified because I was afraid that my cancer was going to come back. Wow! Because it happened, and then it happened to him, and they're not wow. here no Right. And I have a very aggressive cancer. It could come back. I'll be doing chemo the rest of my life. Okay. And then it is a fear of mine. And the fear is not of death. The fear is of not getting the work done. Wow. To get done. Who is wow. that person to me? And then God can say, well done. Because obviously mm -hmm. I haven't met them. Mm -hmm. But if I don't put myself out there to do that, I'm going to waste the time that he's given me. Mm. And if I, how can I live with the fact that I disappoint my mom and my brother again by not living up to the potential that they taught me that I had? Mm -hmm. You understand? So. I do. I do. The question then becomes, how do we deal with pain and still be Christ-like. Huh. How do we change and still live in a in a way that that reflects that we know that God is real mm -hmm. and that He is sitting on the throne and that He has not forgotten about us. Mm -hmm. And yet he mm -hmm. And David did it. Yes. David raped that. People say he just had, no, he didn't just have sex with her. Rape is about power. He raped that girl. And he killed her husband. And then God would not allow him to have a son with her. Because he was wrong from the get go. And he moaned. And he was in pain. But he, but at the same time, you know what God said? He was a man after my own heart. So how do we live in this world Knowing that we have caused pain and we have hurt people and we have just, and all of that, and still understand that we are the daughters and the sons of God's own home mm. because it's a because what we do is we, we put human attributes on God. That's and true. God don't, work, God don't work now like you today, and I love you. Now. 
God don't do tit for tat. If you did that to him or do it to you, that that's not what reaping what you saw me. That doesn't that's not that that's not the same thing as that. It's a whole good night. Thing. Thank you. That was some good night. Okay, yeah, it's it's getting late. But it's but that's just we're not gonna be on here long. We we give it um we'll give it about um five five ten more minutes. But that's what we're what we're talking about. We have to the relationship that we have with ourselves has to be the most important relationship. Because if we don't have a relationship with ourselves that is productive and it manifests the things that we're learning about in church and, and through other people, then the relationship that we have with other people are not gonna be fruitful and they're not gonna be um they're not going to be the kind of relationships that um, that grow into something that is um, that is substantial and good for the kingdom. I agree, and but that requires some self awareness. If you're going to have a relationship with anybody, including yourself, yeah. you got to sit with yourself in yourself, yeah. in your skin, in your mind, in your flaws, in your triumphs, in your pain, in your trauma, in your ups and your downs. And come to a conclusion of I love all of who I am. Yeah. I love yeah. all of this person because yeah. when you are fragmented and you love yourself in a fragmented way, that is what creates that imbalance. And we just kind of off. So we go on yeah. and we go yeah. and think sideways. Yeah, but then we put it on other people. So we yeah. only love fragments. We only love fragments of that person. I don't like yeah. when you do that. But we have to be able to take all, and that's that's why that's one of the reasons why I can deal with Anton and love him like that because I see him in all and in the faults and all and all of the things that he's been through and the PTSD and the trauma. I see all of that, and I group that in with the good things about him. And but how, but it's do, you, but how do you see Bobby first? I get that you see him, but how we flip yeah. that percentage and make it that you see Bobby before and, you see Anton. And that, and that that's how I know you heard me because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to love me as hard as I love other people. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's hard for me because I've always given my love away. What did I just read? I've always, I, I had made up in my mind. I'm that I'm gonna love people more than they love me, and it's okay because that's pretty much all I deserve anyway. Wow! And so that's the thing I gotta break, I gotta break that thing in me. Wow! And I'm working, and but in the midst of working on that, I'm still dealing with trauma. I'm still dealing with 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 um with with my own shortcomings. I'm still dealing with the relationship with my mom and how it didn't work out the way I wanted it to. I'm still dealing with um with with me as yeah. a person i'm still dealing with my body image because of the surgeries i'm still mm -hmm. dealing with the, I, I i really have a guilt complex because mm -hmm. my mom and my brother are here and i can't understand why i'm still here it, right. i feel guilty about that because i feel like their lives were so much more important than mine and i don't i know that's the wrong thing and i listen it's not wrong. It's how you feel. And sit in that for a minute. It's how you feel. It's how I feel. And I, 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 I struggle with that. And I, and I fight with that. And all of 
that, but I feel like, why would you do that? They were doing such great work. They were doing such important things. And here I am, can't even keep a place to live and can't even, you feel, and, and I'm feeling like I'm more of a burden on the people who say they love me. So why you take them and not me? Wow. And people don't question God. Why would you question the person that made you? Who else I'm supposed to ask? Right. I'm supposed to ask. And, and, and I'm not saying God made a mistake. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I just wish to understand. I just want to understand. But And on the other hand, we don't want to understand everything. We may never understand how he decides who stays and who goes and whose expiration date is up and who got 10 more years and who got 10 more minutes. However, what I am, what I want to know from you is what steps can you take? When I say you, I mean anybody, including myself, who wants to to love themselves more. What steps can we take? Even the most smallest mentally fundamental steps in getting to know ourselves because when you ask somebody who are you people tend to name a whole bunch of stuff but no no who who are you how do you get to know Bobby how do you go back and say I really want to understand myself and love me body image everything what I think I should have been where I should be all of that how do you begin to love you? Number one, spending time with yourself, right? This is it right here. This is it right here. This okay. is from the definition of a good friend. And I love this definition. It's by a lady named Donna Jones. Okay. A good friend is a good friend is defined. Is that a good wait a minute? A good friend propels you to be the best version of yourself. So that's wow. the first thing. You that's have to good. prepare yourself. You have to push yourself. You have to manipulate yourself to be the best person, the best version of yourself. And nobody knows who that is better than you. That's right. The other thing is, is the one the, the to be a good friend to yourself is that God had in you have to be the best version of self yourself. And the one that God had in mind when he created you, you have to you have to talk to God and ask him what was his thoughts in making you. Wow. Who do you want me to be? And once he once you figure out that and once you know what God wants, then you know what you know what the best version of you is. And that's how you become a good to you. So being a good friend. Be the friend to yourself that you wish you had. <laughs> That'll preach a whole tent revival for 10 days and 20 nights. Believe in yourself like you believe in others. Ooh-wee. Handle your personal pain in a healthy way. Mm. And healthy way is... Handling your pain in a healthy way, it's going to sound crazy, but it's eating right even when you're in pain. Yes, yes. Doing the things that you enjoy even when you're in pain. Yes. Smiling and not not smiling because you um, want people to see that you're okay, but smiling because you know that at the end of this, you're going to be a better person. 
Glory to God. Absolutely. Where you still, when you stand in other people's lives, mm. stay in your if you stay mm. in your with yourself yep. and understand who you are in other people's lives, then when things don't work out with that friendship, you're all right with that because you knew you wasn't that friend. Okay. Because when you fool yourself and tell yourself I'm that friend and then it don't work out, now you're devastated. But right. people who you are in their lives, believe that. Wow. And go ahead and enjoy that friendship until they decide that they don't want to be your, until they decide to break it off. Because you're not going to have, people say, well, I just cut people off. You don't have to cut people off. When a fruit, when fruit gets ripe on a tree, you ain't got to pick nothing because it's going to fall off by itself. When apples get ripe, you can pick them because you catch them right in the middle of it, but you don't really got to pick them because you know what? Eventually, they're just going to fall off. Mm -hmm. So I'm cutting they gonna fall off. You know why? Because it's harvest season, and they you don't harvest season is not when you when all the people come to take the harvest. Harvest season is when God say harvest season is. Wow. And people, you know, people forget apples are winter fruit. They're not a summer or spring. They're winter fruit. So the harvest is is in the fall and the winter. And it's a, and when it's time for it to fall, it'll fall. You ain't got to cut nobody off. You ain't got to pick nobody. Even rose bushes. Roses are beautiful. But when it's time for them to fall off, the leaves will fall off. You ain't got to pick it. You ain't got to do nothing with it. When a season is over, it's over. That's true. And that, and then, and then you ain't got to cut nobody off. And it, it, it ends up ran its course. And you don't need no closure. Because that's the problem with women. We always got to have a closure. We always got to have men. We always got to have that last talk. And they still ain't going to say what you want them to say. You still going to be stuck. Because they're not going to answer the question the way you want them to answer it. Mm -hmm. You'll never get the answer you want from people who don't want to be in your life no more. And you still want them to be there. That's true. Because the answer the answer will never satisfy you. And so I'm going to get ready to go. But I wanted to, I'm revamping my show. And I hope that I can do this every show. Um, I'm going to be reading a lot from my book. Um, because I think that God gave me things in that book that, um, and I wouldn't have to bump someone around so much for notes because I don't need to go to nobody else's notes and talk about their experience. I've had enough experience in my life that I can tell you what yes. it was. And I keep looking behind me and seeing my mom and dad at their wedding, feeding each other cake. And um, it's just, I'm just, I'm so happy where I am right now, but I'm sad because I miss, I'm going to miss, I'm just, I'm not going to do it to myself. Okay. So I'm going to um, read a prayer. And then I'm going to let everybody, I'm going to let, I'm going to say everybody, because in my mind, it's 15,352.6 people on here, two cats, a goat, and seven sheep from Arabia. <laughs> you know what? What in the world? What in the Noah's Ark? Yes. That's going to be on my show. That's how many people on my show. That's how many listeners I got today. Yes. I feel the jealousy coming through the screen from other people, and that's okay. You'll get a couple of those and a couple of sheeps, sheeps too. And I believe it's the wave pattern. Girl, look at that. That's the ocean. <laughs> they said that Jesus parted the Red Sea. I got one right over here. You see that part? Yes. Looking yes. beautiful. Looking beautiful, honey. Looking beautiful. So I'm going to read this prayer, and um, 
We'll, I'm going to come back next um, Saturday and we're going to do this again. And I'm really going to try to keep this up. This is therapy for me. It this this show when I started three years ago, four years ago, saved my life. And in order, it's just like marriage. The way, the same way that it got you, the same way you got there is how you gonna keep it. The Amen. same way God is how you gonna stay in your life and how you gonna stay um, humble at His feet. Yes. Okay. So okay, here we go. Um, the Lord is near. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Girl, and all I did was open the book. This is where it said. Wow. Psalms 50, uh, I'm sorry, Psalms 34 and 18 for people who like to go back and read. Um, if you would like, you can bow your heads and or or what but this is a prayer. And it says, Lord, I am brokenhearted. Hmm. You find me crushed in spirit. And bind my wounds. Jesus. You start in on the work of filling in the gaps. Oh, God. And when I feel as if I just can't go on, I do. Not as a result of a catchy keep fighting slogan or a 5,000 or a 5K cause. Not because of some strength I, I mustered up on my own. But because of Jesus, a baby born in a stable on a dark night in Bethlehem so many years ago. My God. A sinless savior, a, a carpenter king whose nail scarred hands reached out to me again and again and again. The pieces of my heart are stronger as you put them back together, adding wisdom and peace. You are, you are near. I rest in that nearness. I thank you for knitting me together in my mother's womb and for mm. putting my heart together a million times over in my life. You find me crushed, but set me on the path again whole. Amen. Amen. Do you want your song played? Uh, no. Oh, God, no, I can't do it now. Okay. And that's why I was supposed to play it at the beginning, and I, th I can't. I can't okay. do it. Okay. Um, I did it today um, at the funeral, and I can't do it. I, I just I can't do it. But um, I love um, you, and I love everybody um, love that's going, that's tuning in now, and that's going to tune in and Thank watch you. it. Um, so you play. Um, I love all of you and everybody, even all my farm animals that are watching. Um, I just want to say that. Um, I am not just a survivor. I am a conqueror because being a survivor and a conqueror is not the same thing. All right. You survive many things, but mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you conquered that thing. And so I am a conqueror and a survivor, and I'm speaking that into my own life. And so as I speak it into mine, I speak it into everybody else. Amen. And I am a woman that has made many mistakes. And and there, I promise you, there will be many more. <laughs> and mm. uh, because I am human, and I and I won't take as the old people say, I won't take nothing for this journey. All right. So we want to drink some more tea and eat these ginger snaps that I sit got sitting over here. And I like ginger snaps. Send me some. 
Well, they, they was just, I got the ones in the brown bag. So, you know, they got the pepper and they hit you right, girl. I got it with some tea. That's the real gonna, deal. Yes. And I'm going to enjoy that. I've, um, I get, I went and got me some furniture I found at Goodwill today. Very nice sofa and love seat. I pick it up tomorrow. Yes, yes. Almost all of my stuff is unpacked. And um, and I'm such a, I couldn't stop. So I've been up to three and four o'clock in the morning just cleaning and doing stuff because I can't live in mess. I can't live with boxes everywhere. I, I just never was like that. Um, and so I'm like, take your time. But I to me, that is taking my time. What's taking my time is putting stuff on being able to decorate and stuff like that but every is very feel good I get to doesn't that feel good can you sit in there and say look at what god has done you did it it just i don't you know god did it and i waited and i don't and i'm not going to say patiently because i wasn't if i was patient i wouldn't have had an episode but i waited and i did the best that i could and that's all you can do if we learn how to understand that if you just do the best you can, just do the best you can. You can't do no more than you can do. And I did the best that I could. And I waited on God. And God did what he said. And it was the very next day that God did what he said he was going to do. And I thought to myself, my brother went up there and got with my mom. And they went and had a meeting with Jesus and they talked and they asked him, could he please just give me what I needed? And he, and he just did. Everything that I needed has just come, just, just came. Just, and it felt like I've been waiting for, and it's been two years and it's been a long time, but God did and he's faithful. He is so he's, faithful. Yeah. New beginning, so fresh start. Right? Yeah. Then that's what it is. And it's just um, and even with Anton, the things that are happening with with that, they just dropping off. Just dropping off. Two more. Two more drop off and he coming home. And it is it is just amazing that God loves us no matter how much we don't love ourselves sometimes. Amen. Because he knows that we're we're going to be about kingdom work. Yes. And so I'm done. But um, like I said, I'm revamping. Oh, two giveaways. So you remind me to remind you. I just reminded you. <laughs> but um, we have two giveaways. Um, the first one will be done on the um, the 15th, and the next one will be done on the 20th. Um, and um, you have to have watched this first show right here. And you have to you have to watch three shows, and you have to um, send me an inbox in um, send me an inbox in uh, on my Facebook page either Bobby takes over, uh, Uppity Negro. Um, you can send me an inbox um, on there, or you can go to Trailblazers and send me something and tell me about um, the three shows that you watched and the name of those, and I will send you a gift in the mail. Um, uh, so I'll be doing that on December the 15th, and I'll also be doing one on um, December the 20th. So remember, um, you have to watch three shows. You have to send me an inbox of the three shows that you watched, and um, and then I will send you a, um, a free gift. Um, I will send the gift to the first, uh, to 
the first the first um let's see it has to be the tenth person on the fifteenth and wait a minute when I say the fifteenth it'll have to be the the tenth person and on the twentieth it has to be the third person the third person that sends in and I will give you, you have to watch three shows and then you have to inbox me and then I will send you a gift um, and I'll get all your information and all that um, from that. Um, and so those are my giveaways that I'm giving. And then on the 24th, the day before Christmas, I will be doing a musical show um, where I'll just be talking and playing music and we're going to have a good time New Year's Eve. Um, hopefully some of the people on the panel will come on and we'll be playing um, all kinds of stuff, Christmas stuff and all that stuff. And these don't talk about Christmas when we were little and how different things are now. These children don't even know what outside look like. You take them out in the sun, like they're blinking, like they never ah. seen the sun. But um, so that's, what, that's what I want to do and those are the plans that I have. And let's see what God thinks about those. Because you know what they say when you got plans and God. Honey. You see, you know, come on. So I love you. Thank you so much for watching. Um, please, even if you're watching this as a um, as a replay, comment in the comment section, and we'll come back and we can talk about it again. We can refresh and um, and because most of the, a lot of things that we talk about and Lala talks about on her show and Coco and them talk about on um, on their shows and Fred, those things are topics that can be talked about for days and days and days and never run out of things to say because everybody has different uh, facets of how they come in. So please continue to comment. Please like, please, please share, because I'm really trying to grow my YouTube channel. Okay, so we're out of here. Um, I love you. Thanks for joining the takeover. Um, I hope that the hour or so that I took over your life, that it meant something to you because it meant everything to me. Love y'all. Bye. Bye, Lala. Thanks for coming.